Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You hear that out of both speakers? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sounds totally different to me. I don't know what to tell you about that. Maybe because um, we haven't done it in a while. I yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, all right. Thomas put the music back, as you can hear, after Epic. complaints. Epic. Oh, yeah. No, they came with uh, great um, passion, and they demanded it be back. So, Who? Danny we, and Bill Ricca? Danny and Bill Ricca, Tim and Canton, uh, Milton in uh, Southboro. I had several calls today, Alice. And another thing is this. Um, you know, uh, you know, are, what are they going to take away our money? We have no money. Well, yeah, but then we'll never be able to monetize our back catalog. That's the thing about it. Our back catalog. Mm-hmm. And we are confident our back catalog is getting close to being monetized. I mean, we'll never know, will we now? <laughs> our back catalog. God. I just want to do VPN ads and stuff for the, the virtual shrink to get and some jerk socks. That's that's just let me do those things and you know, worry about the back catalog. Okay. I'm not yelling at you. But I am pissed off today and I'll tell you what. Well, I am for several I've reasons. I've heard a lot of reasons. I why. crashed into a wall today at about uh, 4 p.m. I'd had enough. And I, and I know why, Alice. Why? Because you suggested I didn't do anything today. I had no reason to be stressed out, but I do. But here's something right here. Okay, shut up. Not you, Alice. <laughs> you did tell me to shut up today with a swear. Yeah, I did. I stand by that. Anybody involved in this kind of product where you find old pictures of your grandparents and they make them into high def, and then they make their eyes look around and their mouth looks around. Anybody involved in the research and development of doing that, anybody who traffics in that and tries to sell it, and anybody who buys this and watches their relatives, great-grandparents, and you know, old Uncle Cletus, who they never met from 1896, and watches them reanimated so they go like this, 
Anybody involved anywhere in that chain should be executed, should be shot. Sorry. <laughs> Why so? It's freaking Creepy. gross and ghoulish. Remember you and I had a problem with the bodies exhibit at the Museum of Science? Yeah. We're going to sure we're going to bring in dead bodies. No, 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 no. We're not ghouls. This is like really far out there and feel advanced and Anybody who does this, I hate hate. Where you're going to reanimate a picture of the dead person. It's like what do you do? Well, what do you think about like actors and actresses selling the ability to like animate them later? So like they did that in the Star Wars with Princess Leia. They made her. They took like Carrie Fisher, and they had somebody else in the scene, and then they CGI'd it into Carrie Fisher, young Carrie Fisher in the movie. And like Bruce Willis just sold the rights to do it to to like use him as a fake him. I think in at least Bruce Willis's case, he's providing for his family. And it's like who cares. I think it's ghoulish and weird and terrible and and awful. I am like now at the point where I don't. Are we really getting embalmed and buried? Well, also like Bruce Willis is giving his permission, but like your dead relatives didn't ask to be reanimated. Right, but also it's not them. What are we, it's not them. <laughs> like stop it. Holy what if crap. it gets really good though? And what if it can be like them? There's like that Remember kid. we talked about like the replica thing where it's like you can talk to a fake, yes. you know, like if your relative dies, right. you can talk to a chat bot that pre- that pretends to be them. Yeah, and somebody's kid got killed or whatever down south and they like reanimated his kid. And yeah, it like- was from the Parkland shooting. It was one of the Parkland shooting kids and they made him an, into a gun control ad, like what he would have looked like, a CGI him like now. Fucking ghoulish and gross. Yeah, I think it's kind of terrible. Or do you remember that video that was going around social media for a while where the mom was in, like, the whose kid had died was, like, in the VR glasses and, like, mitts? Yeah, and, I don't like, want to hear anything yeah. more about this. I'm- so, I, yeah, I think all that stuff is, like, really dangerous and scary. And, like, yeah. there's a reason why TV shows like Black Mirror and stuff do <sighs> stuff like that. And it's, so like, I, always I dark and terrible because it's not PM, great. Alice, uh, mm-hmm. I... I Went out this morning, up a little earlier than usual, out, got my daughter something to eat. She was up early. You know, um, I like the morning. I like being able to do show prep, but meanwhile, fix little foods for the kids to eat. And uh, and then took a little walk for about 45 minutes. <clears throat> and then you started loading the kids up. And then we had some chaos because the kids needed different stuff. For hippie camp, they're at this hippie camp, which is awesome. Um, which is barely a fortune. It's fine though. It's fine. It's only thirty-five miles away. It's fine. It's awesome. They're at a, a nature camp. It's great. It's great. It fits right in. It's easy. It's no problem. If we lived in a house in Boxford, it would be really close. <sighs> yep, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, so so anyway, so that that became a total cluster bleep, and then then I had work, and it's a my work is a lot of work, and now I figure I I, I figured out what the problem was. Okay. Today. So it was it, right now. It was an intense show, and it's it was the first three hours, and the fourth hour I'm on as well. And this time, when the fourth hour I'm on, Todd's on too. So now I'm I've got to be sharp because he's fresh and he's um he's an intellectual guy. He likes intellectual exercises, and so do I. It's one of the things I like doing with him because mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Uh, because it's a total challenge. Because I don't know where he's going to go, and he doesn't know generally where I'm going to go. Generally, you know, that's what, and even when we're taking calls, we're we're really signaling to each other a lot, et cetera. So it's it's intense. So I'm like when I'm in the air, it's it's 
Although, you know, there are fits and starts because there are breaks. But I am, it's incredibly intense. I mean, I, I'm not saying intense, like going Mach 9 and the SS, SR-71. It's not intense. But your mind has to be engaged. Or at least my mind is engaged. Maybe I don't have the mind horsepower that other people have, and I can just sit back and, hey, well, but, you know, because I'm trying to make something out of what they're saying and trying to process things and trying to recall things. And I'm using, you know, I'm using this computer here to try to call up things, remember things, and, you know. Oh, so, so it's like, it's intense. And we've, you and I have been pretty healthy the last few days. Yes. And, um, you know, got plenty of sleep, et cetera. But it just, like, it just battered me. And so... What happened then, this is the key. What happened today is the key. Because there was no time to decompress. Mm -hmm. So I went right from there, right into the car, um, right racing against the clock to drive through the back roads of up here into Boxford. Mm Mm-hmm. To get the kids and, you know, to get a park oh, just so whatever. It's an environmentalist camp and whatever. No, it's not in Boxford. Just in case they gripe the kids. It's somewhere else. It's in Lemonster. <laughs> and so in case they, so, and so it's like, and I know that as soon as they get that, then we have to race back here with every minute counting. Then we've got to race down to Awaken 180, which is down in Peabody. Peabody. So I get the kids. I, we had been through this thing today where we we hadn't gotten them the wet gear that they needed. We found out too later. We we didn't we messed it up. We didn't do it a month ago. So I was before the show. Alice and I are making phone calls around to see if who sells this stuff, boots, etc. And Alice was was doing all this stuff while on Zoom meetings, while on concert meetings. Alice's day, even though she claims whatever, Alice's day is starting at 8 and ending at 5, she's on a meeting. One constant meeting all day, and the last meeting wraps up the first meeting, which wraps up the third meeting, and then the fourth. Then there's the, the day they start to make last-minute changes set of meetings. Meanwhile, is expected to get stuff done. While this, It's a rolling cluster. Whore. Meanwhile, I can hear sometimes in the meetings, they're playing like theme songs from <laughs> like A Fish Called Wanda and stuff. Like Everybody plays a song. I'm like, no songs. No songs. If we're going to be this intense and be this shackled to our... But they do that and whatever, and it's fine. If I, if I were Alice, I would work hard, play hard, honey. Yeah, right. If I, that's not playing hard. If I were Alice, I would have. And I don't want you to do this, but I would have certainly thrown myself in the traffic. But so here's the thing. So I get done with the show today. I immediately race down to the place, race back up here. I gotta grab Alice. She's getting in. We're getting whatever. Boom, boom! Right down, race down to Peabody. Uh, my son's already upset because Alice dropped did an emergency drop off of, of rain stuff for them. He never got it. He's upset. The other kids in the he wrong seat, right? The other kids in the wrong seat. It was a total cluster bleep. And so now my head starts hurting, and my head starts hurting, and and I'm in, I'm freaking, I'm having an emotional stroke out <laughs> where I'm not gonna cry and I'm not gonna explode. I'm just I'm flaming out. This is reentry. I'm flaming out. And then by the time we, and then I went to the weight loss place and I lost one pound, which is unbelievable that that's that it's one pound. But still, I mean, it's it, it, every week you go in there, I have lost weight. Still, mm-hmm. you know, so it's yeah, over you're over pounds, thirty pounds right. now. Some people, I'm sure, don't even get this far, but still, it's like 
We've drastically, drastic. Okay, fine, whatever. I think so, it just shows that weight loss is really hard and takes a really long, well, hard effort. Yes, but but I talked to them about this, and she could tell I was stressed out today. She said, "Well, what's going on? What's what's what's?" And I told her about the day and my day, and she was very interested. This is one of the coaches there, and she's like, "Well, stress is a big uh, hindrance to uh, to weight loss, hmm. and they offer like these different meditations, or whatever, which I would happily do." They're on their website. Yeah. Do you need help logging in? Yes. And so, and so, and so, and they say if, if you have a lot of stress, it, it fires chloroclones. Cortisol. It's cortisol, right. And that can hinder whatever. And I was like, okay, okay. It makes sense. Because we're so busy. I know that you guys might be sick of hearing this, but I'm going to keep saying because it's, if, if, if I'm dead tomorrow, I'm not going to kill myself. But if I finally stroke out and I'm dead tomorrow, just put that on my gravestone. Died of stress? No, no. He was busy. That's it. <laughs> You know, and he's probably in a happier place. And so that's what we're your so mom busy. used to tell to Sally this... within our earshot to apologize <laughs> to her for things that we did Alice, wrong. Alice, you can't say anything that more. I'm already at the reactor level is already <laughs> okay. about to explode. I'm already we're already got a reactor breach. So, so anyway, um, um, so there's nothing left. I couldn't, I can't take any more stress. And then, and then what happened? Uh, so and then. We get back here and Alice and I then fight because she's a dickhead. And then I'm not a dickhead. I'm great. And then um, and then we're reminded when we get to our house of all the things that are wrong and need to be done and this and that. We don't. There aren't enough. There there are not enough hours in the day or employees at this house. <laughs> no wonder why nobody bought this house. Well, it's funny. Everybody said everybody who are neighbors who are who are friends with us said yeah we looked at that place yeah we looked at that place it's like what what was on your checklist that wasn't on our <laughs> checklist and. Who's was, the bastard who made our checklist? <laughs> was having it be falling down and full of lead, was that not on their checklist, do you think? Oh, okay. Uh, no. But it, but the funny thing is we brought the lead in. Which, that's a, I don't want to talk about that. I can't, I'm at reactor core. Reactor core. So anyway, my feeling is this, is that I, need to, I can't go right from the show into the next cluster event. Okay. I can't, I can't do it. I need to... I need to decompress, or else the reactor cord, and that's it for the day. That is it. So, so I'm having a cheat day with my cocktail here. There's no other way, unless I huff WD-40, <laughs> or I suck on a, a tailpipe or something, or that meditation film is actually that good. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Alice offered to uh, be romantic with me, and I'm like, no way that's good. going to be good enough. <laughs> Um, so what was I going to talk about now, Alice? <laughs> I don't know what you were going to talk about. Okay, so like I got to the thing to... I hate on Facebook, and I got to the stress level. There's a reason I brought the stress level up. Am I allowed to talk about anything <sighs> yet or no? Yeah, please. Uh, uh, so this was this amazing Twitter thread that I happened upon today. And a lot of people actually were talking about this that I really like on Twitter because uh, this guy on Twitter... Who's actually called Neville the Cat on, and on Twitter? So um, he went through a bunch of these super liberal journalists who love like doxing people. Like yeah. the most obvious one is uh, Taylor. What's her face? Taylor Lorenz, right? And he talks about how all these journalists, because now journalism is a job that like doesn't pay anymore, so. It tends to attract a lot of like super wealthy trust fund type people. Yeah. And 
a lot of them, even though they love doxing other people, like Taylor Lorenz going after mm-hmm. libs of TikTok or whatever, they love finding out who other people are and say it's like an important public service that they find all that person's relatives. A lot of them are totally not findable on the internet at all. Hmm. Now, we know one person like that who is sort of like a few steps away related or going to be related to us, kind of. Yeah, who's yeah. Like, who's like, you Google this person's name and like nothing comes up. Yeah. They didn't go to school anywhere. There's no social no. media accounts. This person does not exist as far as the internet is concerned. Right? Yeah. And like yeah. that takes a level of, well, first of all, it takes a level of like organized about your life that you and I just don't have mm-hmm. at all. But it's also interesting that for people who like make their living the way that they do and like finding other people that they've taken the time to like erase themselves from the internet right but it also takes some resources too right and so a lot of them are actually very wealthy morgan says by the way that it's his birthday and that oh, you should birthday, have a morgan. drink in honor of his birthday oh, there you so, go that's see? why i broke the fast thank see? you see there you go what a nice guy we've got to play something morgan sent something in right yes morgan did send us something um so anyway so he goes through and actually i've kirk talked about this before do you remember this that mm. that taylor lorenz won't nobody knows how old she is yeah like her wikipedia page says she's like 34 to 37 years old mm-hmm. because her birth date of birth is not available on the internet like you can't find it and she's said different things in different interviews and stuff so he goes through taylor lorenz might actually be an even worse offender of this hypocrisy while also born to fabulous wealth and privilege, she has the family power to keep her past off the internet even after it became known. She can actually get it removed forever from the internet. What's amazing about Taylor Lorenz is that we know she was born in New York City, raised in the richest zip code of Connecticut. We know she attended a Swiss private boarding school and graduated from Hobart and William Smith College, but that's about it. While this woman of wealth and privilege can dox even the poorest, weakest, least powerful people in the internet, writes Neville the Cat, um... Publishing all their private information, address, workplaces, and phone numbers, she can get anything about herself wiped from the internet forever. How would a TikTok journalist be able to get her history wiped off the internet forever? Well, hold on to your butts while we... I'm not going to say the words that he says. Well, we go into the family of Ms. Lorenz you can't find on the internet without much effort. For the record, this is all publicly available information. It's just hard to find without looking. Taylor Lorenz was born to mega-rich developer Walter Lorenz, 65, and Anne Lorenz, 67, and raised in a $5.7 million mansion. Her sister is Brooke Lorenz of CNN. Oh, my God. But it's her uncle that's the big story here. You see, Taylor Lorenz's mom and uncle were mega-rich children of a very powerful politician. And R. McDonald, her uncle, is the owner and founder of the Wayback Machine Internet Archive. Wow. Trying to find out about any of these people on the internet is nearly impossible. Taylor Lorenz even had her uncle exempt her Twitter account from the Wayback Machine. Once she deletes her tweets, they are literally wiped from the internet forever. Now that's power you can't buy. Go ahead, Google her. Go to her wiki page. You see anything here like you do with literally any other public figure? Nope, nothing. She's even managed to have the public record of her date of birth wiped. Picks from her high school or college that could age her? Gone. For the record, Taylor Lorenz was born October 21st, 1984 in New York, making her 37 years old. She'll be 38 in 16 days. Wish her happy birthday. A mega-rich child of wealth and privilege from a powerful political family whose uncle can wipe any of her history off the internet forever has been given massive platforms at New York Times and WAPO to attack, smear, dox, harass, and terrorize anyone she wants. 
Now, the first person in this thread is uh, Carlos Maza. Do you remember him? He was at Vox and Steven Crowder made fun of him and they had a big fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, The most extreme case is Carlos Maza. Right out of Wake Forest University, he worked for Vox, pushing extreme left-wing views and targeting anyone on the right, no matter how poor or middle class. What almost no one knew is that he's a billionaire. What's amazing about this is almost no one knew his mother and stepfather were tech billionaires with multiple mansions, yachts, and private homes. He was raised in a $10.8 million mansion in Boca Raton, Florida. Until his termination at Vox, there was no Google result that could tell you anything on Carlos Maza's background. Nothing. A complete memory hole. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. For almost 10 years, he was able to use his massive platform to cancel anyone he saw fit and abuse his power unchecked. It wasn't until he was fired from Vox for being too much of a left-wing extremist and he began his failed YouTube career did anyone do any digging into how this guy afforded some of the most expensive real estate in New York with no income. A billionaire journalist who went to Christopher Columbus High School and Wake Forest University was able to cosplay working-class socialists attacking poor and working-class people for years without anyone knowing his real background. And then he talks about the guy I was telling you about yesterday who was freaking out that it might affect the election if Elon Musk buys Twitter. Yes, yes. Ben Collins, senior political reporter at NBC. He's leveraged his political power and family wealth to become one of the most powerful internet hall monitors of our age. While Taylor Lorenz can get her wiki page wiped, Ben doesn't even have one. The lead disinformation journalist at the biggest network news platform in the United States has not even a blurb that pops up in the first hundred Google results. Like, there are obscure poets from hundreds of years ago from countries that don't exist anymore that have a blurb on Wikipedia. How is this information on one of the most powerful journalists with a massive platform so hard to find? So there's nothing. What we do know is he's a man who went to Emerson College, which costs $75,000 a year to attend in today's dollars. Great investment. Very private, very exclusive, buy your way in college, founded in 1880 for rich white people to buy an exclusive (laughs) education. He's built a brand around targeting citizens who work against Democrats and labeling them domestic terrorists. For the most part, he targets the poor middle class, the weak people with no resources and no way to fight back or clear their name once smeared. But again, Ben Collins gets to be a private person. His parents, his address, his personal and private life are protected from public view. You don't get to know about the wealth and privilege he grew up in. But if he targets you, everyone will know what you had for dinner so what none of these people ever run a 5k i mean yeah so their names they're just not anywhere you can't google them so i mean it's fascinating to see how the people who like do journalism um keep themselves like totally private and out of everything 
Like, the, the idea that you can in 2022, like, not have people be able to find out how old you are is pretty incredible. That is amazing. Or have, I mean, how many Twitter followers does that guy Ben Collins have? I want to be like, a Lorenz. several hundred, uh, several hundred thousand Twitter followers. And he's... And he doesn't have a Wikipedia page about him? I mean, like, that's kind of crazy because other people can make Wikipedia pages. Yeah, he has 344,000 Twitter followers. What must it be like to live in a $6 million mansion? My God, I want that life. Yeah, and then... I want that life. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fascinating. He does Matt Iglesias, too, who also was apparently super wealthy, but... Really? Um, You know, yeah, I, but I... I do think it's interesting, and I think it's interesting because um, it just goes to show that they're really entering journalism from a totally ideological perspective. They mm -hmm. consider it a war, and they've protected themselves from right. the types of attacks that but they like want to do Lorenz on you. will certainly go out there and be theatrical and 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 pearl clutch, of course. And, and, of course. But you're right, that does show you that She's had so little actual good quality interaction on street level or in the real world that she considers somebody's retaliation against her a, an unprovoked attack. Well, right. But they, they consider this to be a war between us and them. And they're going after you. And they've taken steps to protect themselves from anyone doing to them what they want to do to you. You know, because they, they consider that like what they would do if they were in the other position. Right. So it, it it is interesting. And it's um, and I think it's very telling, I think. And if you look at like their quote tweets, they're all mad about it, about this thread. And then he wrote this about them. And like Ben Collins is mad about it and <laughs> all this stuff. It's um, it's interesting that a 20,000 follower account um, and and, you know, he's upset these accounts so and he's upset these big accounts so much just by saying like these are wealthy rich people and you can't find them by googling them but they're googling you right now you know so and i assume that because neville the cat i don't think is this guy's real name i assume that his account will soon be locked because they're probably going to go after him and name reveal him and all that did you realize you're too. married to a uh, famous person <sighs> very famous have you been to my wikipedia page um, I don't, last time I checked, you didn't have one. Do you now? Yes, I do. Mm, I see you're a LinkedIn. No. Jerry Callahan's That's Wikipedia page. That's my page right there. That's my page right there. you as guest. If you go down under to the past um, early life, WEI, the Jerry Callahan show and controversies, you will find me there. Uh, guests Tom Shattuck, Alex Reamer, and Aiden Turtleboy Kearney have appeared on the program and occasionally offer a diverse selection of opinions and debate. So there you go. Some of us have a wiki page. You have a diverse selection of opinions. I believe I'm on IMDb. What do they cite as a source for that, by the way? Oh, I don't know. Is it, does it show? Uh, Wikipedia An works. article from 2021 that says, uh, Bob Halloran says Jerry Callahan was always too good for talk radio. Ooh. Nice, Jerry. All right, so I go back here. Have you seen my IMDb page? I really do have one of those. I am you do? Okay. Why yeah. would you have an IMDb page? Hello. Look it up, homie. A is it you or is it the skateboarder? It's me, Dink. <laughs> oh, from Point Taken. That's right. 
I also have a GIF, an animated GIF. Did you, you have know that? an animated GIF? Did you not know this? Go to Giphy or whatever and hit Tom Shattuck. This is my legacy, Alice. When uh, I stroke out, this is all the kids... Are, what was that, Cy? I mean... This is all the kids will have of me. This is huge. Um, yeah, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. Look, at, there you are. I'm point taken in you a see? GIF. There's two GIFs of you, as a matter of fact. That's right. That's right. One of the shows... You know who star, the, the stars are of the... PBS show? Uh, the stars are Tom Shattuck, Wendy Murphy, and Camille Foster. Wow, look at that. That's right. You know who the other stars are? Who? Not that this matters, Alice. I don't want it to seem... Was uh, Matt Welch on it with you once? Oh, yeah. you know what? Why don't you step on it first? Sorry. Yes, Matt Welch was on it. You so asked me, you. do you know who the others are? So I'll just... 2016 pretend- is American Dream Dead Alive. Monica Maida, who's gorgeous. Oh, wait. Matt Welch has left off. He must have unwickied himself. He's, oh, wow. He scrubbed. Oh, Matt Welch. Now he's on there. Oh, my god. Morgan points out you also have a blue check. That, thank you, Morgan. <laughs> I have a blue check. He says we don't have to play the thing on here. Oh, does he not want us to? Who? He said it's a demo. Oh, I know. I know. I understand. I understand. Okay. Should we not? I, I'm happy to. I'm happy to either way. I understand what it is. I am a uh, failed musician, uh, Morgan. So I know <laughs> sending demos versus the re- finished product. So we'll wait. We can wait until the, okay. the, the whole thing. It's, it's fine. Uh, by the way, if you want to know, going in PBS and having them film our little talk show with four people, mm-hmm. one host, three of us, um, a guy operating a camera and a couple of stationary cameras. Okay. This is PBS. This is your ta- tax money. This is a little roundtable show. Produced by Ann Adams. Denise Diani, Lori Knight, Shalay Leahy, Salma Lopez. One, this is the senior, senior program director, senior executive in charge, editorial producer, executive producer, coordinating producer, oh, wow. senior associating producer, Kushar Navadir. Andrea Wallenden was the associate producer. Film editing, editing by Arnie Harchik. Makeup department, Phoebe's Faces. Production management, the Ron Milton was the stage manager. He, he was actually very good. Um, second unit director or assistant director. Bill Francis is the tech director. Tim Harris is a creative consultant. Wyndham Lewis is a creative consultant. Ron Lindaham is the assistant director. Sound department. Do you know who uh, does all this stuff for Tom Shattuck when he's a producer? Tom Shattuck? Correct. Sound department. Stephen Barbarisi sound. Uh, Kate Conklin sound. Rob. I don't like saying his last name. Why? Rob Fagnant, sound recordist. Camera and electrical, electrical, electric, electrical department. Steve Damas, camera operator. Lance Douglas, camera operator. Chuck Elders, Matt, Matt Helton, Don Lang, Bob Martin, Phil Riley, John Stevens, Mike Mulvey, Mike Tivy. It's not even close to being over. There's three more departments. Then there's the additional crew. Do you know who the additional crew is? This is our show where there's four of us. This is PBS. Some of the positions are digital, Chiron, audience, polling, Scenics, digital creative, maintenance engineer. The additional crew, mm-hmm. Alice PBS, for a show, a one-hour show. Rob Archer, Kate Arsenault, Patrick Ageline, Co Bennett, Jim Boder, Paul Bond, Dan Brown, Ed Chuck, Megan Lee, Dowdy. Oh, no, Megan Lee Dowdy. Natalie Dudas, Thomas, Hillary Emmons, Alex Feinberg, uh, Jay Fleckov, 
Jessica Fidget Dead, Amy Wallens Green, Matt Guthrie, Molly Hall, John Han, Glenn Heath, Kath Ornstein, Olivia Imperator, Alici Kadidi, Sinead Kierens, Allison Kennedy, Eve Kinzer, Bear Eleven, Catherine Maldonado, Elias Mallet, Tim Mangini, Kristen McLaughlin, Allison Miranda, Kim Nager, Meredith Nierman, oh my gosh. Michael KG, Ned Porter, <laughs> Terry Quinn, Piper Rankin, Jack Ritker, Ayelet Ronan, Mystic Scenix, Tony Starr, Lee Wei, and Alan West. So there you go. <sighs> That's how many people it takes to make a PBS one hour show? Of a one hour, yes, one hour show with four people. <laughs> it did have a live audience though, right? That they pulled. How many cameras were there? One boom camera, which scared the hell out of me because it was like a, a brontosaurus coming. And then, um, yeah, there, and then there was a live audience, and um, and I was very afraid. Oh, the live audience were PBS watchers. How many of them do you think wanted to like? We'd take breaks, and they'd come and they'd like hug the progressives, and I'd just be left there. And, like, <laughs> I tried to like no break the ice with the Shredder. live audience. It must be something that nervous people do, and they were like, was, "Like anybody know the sock score? Uh, uh, hopefully they'll do better." You know, uh, and I was just really afraid. And when we first started, you had to talk for two minutes. It's like I'm going to go to you, and you tell me why the American dream's alive. Take two minutes, because like, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> you can see the clock. On, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> anyway, that one crashed and burned. So. Anyway, uh, what else do you... Oh, man. Look at this picture by Florida Cadet. What a great picture. You guys should follow him. Oh, he's, It's just all pictures of this. This one's a gar or something in the water. This, this, this fish. Take it away, Alice. What else you got? Well, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm probably kind of out of stuff, to be honest with you. I think you should go to the chat chat. Because it's been a long day, and um, I already brought the best content to the show. You know what's great about the the uh, oh, about the show, the online show? No, no, the on air show. Is that these guys who call now know each other, including Danny and Bill Rick and Tim and Canton, who are minifans mm-hmm. to begin with, and still are. But they and a bunch of other folks from Connecticut, Connecticut and Florida, on the, while they're on hold, communicate with each other. Huh. They they through Twitter Messenger. Oh, so they communicate, and they'll say. So, for instance, today, Danny and Bill Ricca said, uh, "Take Tim next." I know he's on hold, and they're like <laughs> communicating with each other. Take uh, Rudy next. Take this next. I know that that Juan is on hold. That's <laughs> very interesting. It's very interesting when. There's this uh, like network who are manipulating. Yeah, people the- didn't used to be able to do that back in the day. And, I the guess. Great- and we have some guys who are very clever who, when I get towards the top of the hour, will drop off and then they- call back after because they, they don't want to have their time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which would be not. Whose with- radio station is this? I don't have any more callers like that. I'd want to cut early, but it is a way a co-host would cut somebody short. You take them near the break, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, it's a shame, you know. Try next, you know. But uh, the, my, the, for me, those are all, have all been banned. They're gone. So I, I have only good people now. All right. So time for the chat chat. I apologize, guys. I have blown a gasket today. And uh, do you apologize for yelling at me today? I apologize Thank for you. yelling at you. Thank honey. you. I think probably maybe you feel better now. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. 
We're going to pick up our daughter. D-O-T-T, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Jesus rose from the tomb, and uh, one of the first things he said is, um, why do we shoot our arrows? Why do we gun them down? <laughs> this is blasphemous. <laughs> you got to play the song. Why do we shoot our heroes? Why do we shoot our heroes? Ah, oh, that was great. Very beginning of the Minahan show. Very beginning of his podcast three years ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. He and Mike singing it. Those are the times. Whoa, how's it going? This is Tom's heart. I was just letting you know I appreciate your healthy living and your change you of go. diet. I don't there think I could have took another hot pocket covered oh. in gravy. Thanks oh. very much. What I do for a freaking hot pocket right now. Oh my God. All right, Justin, this third message is probably you. In which case, you're going to take incoming. <laughs> but I didn't check. I didn't screen the messages. I, I, I rarely do. We don't have enough time. It's been in the cluster, please. I get, are you going to turn cold as soon as the cameras are off? No. Are you sure? Yes. Are you still going to try to seduce me? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to? Are sure. you over that now? I don't know. What do you got? What do you got in the uh, rotation? <laughs> Just play Justin's message. Hey, Tom, this yep. is your roof. Oh, there's so many holes in me. I'm not even con- going to keep that going, <laughs> Justin, because literally it's rainy in the kitchen, and we have bowls full, full up. Ugh. But you know what I do have now, Alice? I have a certain song called Say La Vie by Derek Clegg. Well, thank you for um, bringing back the music. I'm sure everybody appreciates it. Uh, and, you know, we'll see what we do about the loss of non-income that we have from the podcast. But uh, anyway, you can join us for live streams if you want on patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also go to burn barrel podcast.com and listen for free. One second. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go quite yet. I okay. want to run something by you. I'm okay. going to bring this up tomorrow on the show. Okay. Or Friday. Okay. Are you mad at me? No. Okay. This is something that a lot of people in Connecticut do. Some people in Massachusetts do. I know one per- one young lady who was a young lady now. Now she's old. From Rhode Island who did the same thing. Listen to this. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is the chant WTNH News 8. The, the the starts with the with the woman anchor Laura something she's very nice, and she's throwing to uh, this other the guy the reporter in the field. Listen for the word New Britain, okay? New Britain. Listen for that word. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's Kent Pierce, Life Force in New Britain with a closer look. Did you hear? Mm-hmm. It's Kent Pierce, Life Force in New Britain with a. Clo- it's called the glottal stop. Oh my God! How somehow? Somehow you stepped on that <laughs> and blew that up. That's remarkable, Alice. <laughs> I blow it up. It's called the glottal stop. News 8's Kent Pierce, Life Force in New Britain with a closer look at other reasons for her visit. Hi, Kent. Good morning. Lauren, Keith, good morning to you. Yeah, the vice president's going to be here in New Britain in a few hours. You know what he didn't have? A glottal stop. That is absolutely and totally correct. It's a British thing. Bottle. It is? Mm-hmm. It's in love, a- love actually. He, he says bottle. And Why he, did you, you <laughs> loner nerd, find out what that is? Someday this will come in handy. <laughs> what do you mean? It's called a glottal stop. <laughs> Not a loner nerd. There's one. Dear God, I don't ask for much from you. <laughs> and I haven't been a very good Christian. I understand that. 
But if there's one thing you can do for me, just one thing. <laughs> I don't need any more time. I don't need my organs to not fail. I don't need my heart not to fail. I don't need to not stroke out. I don't need to not even get hit by a bus. It's fine. If there's one thing you can do for me, please give my wife a severe glottal stop. Please. Please. <laughs> what? Open your eyes when you laugh, no. Alex. Please. Open your eyes when you laugh. No. <laughs> Open your you eyes. You can find please. us for free on a social media app, Burn Barrel Pod, uh, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast, Burn Barrel Podcast.com. You can find all the episodes in all the different places to listen. Uh, other than that, we will see you tomorrow. Say la vie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.